Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is Pastor Roy Beck with Mrs. Across Ministries, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, Every Day with Jesus. We pray that you be overwhelmingly blessed by the material we're covering. So if you choose to, and if it's morning you're listening to us, grab you a cup of coffee and sit back and just enjoy listening. Thank you. Well, praise the Lord and good morning. Praise the Lord and good morning. Today we're going to go back to verse 14 for a few minutes. And as I was preparing, I was just so impressed by the Lord to revisit this verse once again. So we're going to talk about it one more time. Amen? Amen. Here we go. Do all things without murmuring and disputing, that you may be blameless and harmless, sons of God without fault, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, going into verse 15, in which you shine as lights in the world. Amen? Amen. All right, so let's look at this. It starts out, do all things in the church, at home, at work, no matter where or when, no matter what our status is in life. You see, it matters not if you're the pastor of the church. It matters if you're not, if you're a layman. It matters not if you're a people greeter at the front door of the church or a people greeter at your neighborhood Walmart. You could be the CEO or president of a major or minor company a school student, a janitor, or a ditch digger, my friend. I hope I covered all enough of a range for you to get the picture. It doesn't matter. The status. Paul admonishes us to do all things, not some things, all things, without murmuring or disputing. Paul knew what was happening within the church of Philippi. Ephroditus, the pastor of the church, was in Rome with Paul. And as we see in a few scriptures, that it appears that Ephroditus may have tried to cover or hide the problems brought about by a couple of folks in the church. It only takes a few, doesn't it? Just a few. We have no doubt, though, that the power of the Holy Spirit, through the power of the Holy Spirit, Paul discerned what was going on in Philippi. Paul knew that the lack of harmony was manifesting itself in the fashion of murmuring and disputing. We see the Greek translation of murmurings is to mutter. It's not a loud, outspoken dissatisfaction, but it's a, an undertone. Sort of like what my mom used to say, talking under our breath. Disputing carries the idea of discussion or debate with an underthought of the suspicion and doubt. Murmuring always leads to disputes. It always does, folks. When we have mutterings and disputes, arguing in our hearts and lives, think for a moment. What does that do in our walk with the Lord? Griping, 
complaining, muttering. It does nothing but drag you and everyone down around you. What do others see that are not saved? What does that do to our testimony? Are we seeing joy, love, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, self-control? Think about it. Paul was instructing them that is that that needs to stop. That that needs to stop. So that what? Ask yourself, so that what? Verse 15. That you may be blameless and harmless sons of God without fault in the perverse gen- in the midst of a per- crooked and perverse generation in which you shine as lights in the world. Let's look at this few first phrase. That way may be blameless and harmless. Not maybe. That we may be, not maybe, that we may be. Those two words properly used would be may become. Read with may become in that. That you may become blameless and harmless. Crooked and perverse generation. Crooked and wicked. Perverse, distorted, or twisted. What was, what was good is now bad. What was bad is now good. Does that sound a little familiar? The generation we live in today? What was good is now bad and what is bad is now good? It's going to get worse and worse until Christ becomes. Till, until Christ comes, my friends. It is time for the church of Jesus Christ to clean up its act. It's time for the true born-again child of God to live as we should. Can I get an amen? Stand up for the gospel. Stand up, folks. And the next came, comes along, it says, It shall in which you shine as lights in the world. When I was a child, we would sing that song, This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let your light light Shine, child of God, let it shine. When you go out and stand in the dark, look up into an unclouded sky. You see stars, right? Brightly shining. Brightly shining. Now think, when God looks down on this dark world, what should he see? He should see us brightly shining. Not hampered by a bushel, as that old song says. Bright, glowing for God to see. For those that are lost to see. We should be guileless. Innocent without, innocent without deception. In simplicity. Children of God without blemish. Because of the blood of Christ. In the midst of a perverse and distorted generation. Among who we appear as luminaries in the world. Is your light shining today? Is your light shining? I pray that it is, folks. Hold, look at verse 16 with me, if you would. 
Hold forth the word. Hold forth the word of life that I may rejoice on the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Look at that first for first little piece there. Hold forth the word of life, folks. The Greek meaning here says to hold so as to offer. It said 16, hold forth the word of life that I may rejoice. And we're to hold it forth as to offer. If I take my Bible, it's like taking my Bible and stretching it out to give to others the word of life. This should always be the attitude of the saint of God. Hold that Bible out to the lost and to those who have lost their way and have been and have become lukewarm. This Bible I hold in my hand, folks, right now, is the Word of Life, life-giving Word of God. It is our obligation to hold it out. It is an incumbent, it is incumbent, necessary, responsibly, duty as Christians. Now look at what else Paul says, that he, Paul, might rejoice in the day of Christ. Now look at that word, that, right there. Where he says that. How it is used here means because I will. Because I will rejoice in the day of the Lord. Glory to God. Day of Christ. As it is used here, it refers to the rapture of the church. Now I want all within the sound of my voice to think on this for a moment. Paul is saying, stretch out the word of God to those who need. So... He will jump, he will shout out a holy dance, praise at the rapture, at the <clears throat> praise at the rapture. That is what Paul is saying here. Read verse 16 again. And hold forth the word of life that I may rejoice on the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. So awesome, it's so awesome to think of it that Paul is saying, stretch out the word of God. Take your Bible and you're stretching it out to those who need it. So he, Paul, will shout out, jump, do a holy dance. He will praise at the rapture. Praise God. Now it is the time, folks. Now is the time. Pray with me, won't you? Pray with me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you for being with us today. We'll see you next time. Thank you for being with us and listening to this podcast, Every Day with Jesus. And we pray that you'll return. Amen. We pray that you'll return. Our phone number is 724-734-0579. Again, it's 724-734-0579. It's Message Across Ministries. That number can re be reached 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If we just don't happen to get it, just leave a message and we'll get right back to you. Thank you.